This is Sean Sport in podcast form. It's an absolute treat to be catching up with Australian legend Ash Barty, who's recently retired, as we know. She's a three-time Grand Slam winner, and she's written a memoir, My Dream Time. Ash, good morning. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Ash Barty, did you write this by yourself? I had some help with some very good people around me. I've been very lucky throughout my whole career and my life in both professional and personal to have very good people around me. So I, I definitely had good people guiding me, um, but it was a lot of fun to, to sit down and, and write it with a collective team. Oh, my God. So, okay, log cabin, um, um, <laughs> like a, a desk by the beach, an old stately home, um, antique typewriter. Talk to me. What was our process? <laughs> More, more so leaning towards in my backyard uh, with a beer in hand watching my husband fertilise the grass. <laughs> <laughs> so this has got the distinct same smell same. of blood can, and bone on it. I created a visualisation in my head. It's I'm, all the same. I'm glad he gave you some inspiration for your memoir, Ash. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, Ash, uh, you just mentioned having a beer. A lot of the stuff when I was reading through, a lot of the times when you finished a major tournament and you were able to have some let-down time, it was a beer. It was pizza. And I always seem to pick up that you you like a hot chips. Hot chips. Oh, I, I don't mind hot chips. I think everyone kind of likes hot chips, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Where's, where's the best hot chips? Where do you get the best oh, hot wow. chips from? Um. No, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a connoisseur. I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I just know good ones when I when I can taste them. Because yeah, I think Hungry Jacks has set their, their 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 chips up. Um, their chips are now amazing. But also, you, do you guys have jesters over where you are? Jesters. I pies? think they're only in Victoria. Oh, I don't think in Queensland. Pies. No, no, no never chips. heard of it. Amazing. They do great chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, as starting this book, you actually went through uh, a big time loss that you had at Wimbledon to kick things off. Instead of I don't know. Um, I don't know, building into that mm. moment, and you just kind of went straight into it in these memoirs. That was interesting. Yeah, I think for me, it was it was a really pivotal moment in my career. It was probably it was probably the defining match um, that helped me find success. It was the defining match that the choices after that, you know, after that experience at Wimbledon it probably could have gone one of two ways, and um, we we chose the positive way. We we chose change, and we chose to to become better, and I, and I think if I didn't, that was probably the moment for me that that really was the catalyst for the rest of my career because if I didn't make that positive change, I'd probably end up being a, an average, you know, 50 to 75 player in the world, grinding along, not really fulfilling, um, finding fulfilment in myself or in my, in my passion. So I think for me that was probably the most important chapter to write. It was it was a really difficult one. I, it, yeah. was, it was one I cried a lot. Um, mm. I... It was almost really therapeutic. It was it was a way for me to almost close that chapter as well. And I okay from that experience, it was a really tough experience, but I learned from it and, and I was able to gain something positive out of it. And if I didn't, I think it's probably a chapter and a moment and a match that's that's filled with a lot of regret. You're far from average, Ash, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, not um, <laughs> Yeah, Ash, I guess because you were saying it was quite cathartic to write this memoir, reliving those moments again, I mean, they were they still extremely vivid for you, trying to sort of go through that process, get it all in writing um, and have to, you know, sort of relive those moments again for you? Massively so. And we, we started transcribing back, way back in 2018, 19, uh, and, and we'd often do do chunks of it, important parts and chunks of the book um, really fresh. Uh, so, like for, for example, last year after the French Open, um, going through that injury, we did the transcribing kind of my thoughts and emotions 
while I was waiting for my scan. Um, you know, it was, it was yeah. really fresh. So yeah. I think a lot of it, I wanted it to be real. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to have to remember how I felt. I wanted to be able to talk about how I felt in that moment. Wow. Um, so we did a lot of the, the transcribing cool. pretty much every, every two or three weeks, a quick hour phone call um, to, to get it all down. And, and in the end, we had near 100,000 words um, just on tennis alone. Yeah, uh, and then we we kind of pegged it back a bit to to blend it together. Ash, I want to talk to you about the fact that there are so many people in the Australian sporting landscape which are legends in their own right, but the that but the, they're not sporting history. You became mm. sporting history. Is that such a huge responsibility? What's the weight of that? What was the feeling of knowing that now you are going to be talked about for generations? Uh, it's a, it's a moment of probably reflection and, and appreciation because I felt like I was just trying to to live out my journey as best that I could. And I continue to do that each each and every day. Now I'm just trying to to be the best version of myself. I've never pretended to be someone that I'm not, and and I just think I'm the luckiest athlete on the planet that got to live out my ultimate dream. Uh, I got to do it with people that I love, and I got to share experiences with with people that push me to be the very best that I can be, and to be a very small very small part of, of Australian sport in a sense. We, we have such a rich history across all sport. Uh, you know, today today is one of my favourite days in the calendar. It's first day first day of cricket summer. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Like, oh, no, I just, You're I'm, watching I'm the test? Nuts. Oh, yeah, I'll be watching it. Um, but I think, like, it's Australians, we're just, we're just sport nuts, aren't we? Yeah. And I think for me, as a fan, um, to experience and to be able to watch people do what they do and love what they do is really fun. And I think I was just really lucky that, that I got to be on the other side of the rope for... 20 years living out my, my tennis dream. And, Sean, but, you used to say this quite a lot, and we all did when you were playing. Um, you, uh, tennis is seen as a solitary sport, a single, you know, just, just you know, you and the ball and, you know, your challenger. But you were the first person I really feel like um, turned it into a team sport because you spoke about your team so much. Mm. Oh, 100%, Ash. That's, and we see that throughout the book, Nath, um, always mentioning the people who were helping you, your, your psych, uh, your coaches, the people who were right behind you always played a really big part on you progressing through tournaments and then mm. debriefing. Thing. Ash, it was quite incredible to hear you talk about team all the time. Mm. Yeah, it, for me, it was just—it was just so important. It was almost—it was a moment for me to, to genuinely appreciate and and kind of probably give my team the acknowledgement they deserve. I always knew that they deserved it, but maybe not everyone surrounding. They always got to see me on the court, or me on centre court, or me in the media. They yeah. never saw my team because there is such a big team. There are so many people that pieces of the puzzle that helped put me back together, uh, that picked me up when I was down and that helped me through really tough times. And I couldn't do a tenth of it myself, um, absolutely, without them. I'd, I'd be nothing. So I think more this is an acknowledgement to them for their time and effort and love and commitment and professionalism that they put into my career and their sacrifices to invest in me. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much and forever grateful to them for that. And, and we have, you know, we, we built relationships over time. Yeah. That is have, that, that are like family now, and and what is most special, of, I think, about my entire career is that my relationship with Ties, um, with Crowey, with with Tubbs, my trainer, yep. with my physios, hasn't changed to this day. Uh, you know, we still have the same group chats that we're talking about the cricket or the banter or yeah, AFL, yeah. whatever it is. It's just there's just no more. Okay, we're booking a court at ten o'clock tomorrow morning, or we're playing such and such. Let's let's get ready. It's it's, it's amazing that we've been able to flick the switch so seamlessly. Uh, and, and the relationships genuinely haven't changed. Um, the fact that everyone was, uh, what's Ash going to do next? What's Ash going to yeah. do next? And it was such a big story, <laughs> and it still is. Ash, say if today you had some friends message you and say, hey, let's go down to the beach and play some beach volleyball. Do you worry that that's, 
<laughs> going to be the next Ash Party is going to play for Australia <laughs> in beach volleyball. People are always wondering what you're going. Well, that's what and, happened and, with the golf. And, and yeah, and you keep saying no, 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 I'm, I'm not. But they just won't let it go. <laughs> I, 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 no, they, yeah. they won't let it go, will they? Uh, but we, we have a bit of fun with it. Uh, we honestly do. I mean, um, I like to take the piss out of myself. I'm always going to and. Some of the some of the memes uh, that I saw afterwards is a jockey and lawn bowler <laughs> cracking up at the night. So funny, uh, brilliant stuff. People have got very very sharp and very quick wit, and I love it. So well, one thing you said in the book about um, once you've climbed the mountain, it's you know how do you do that again? You know, mm. it's like pushing a boulder up the hill and then it comes back down. You re- and you redo it again. And do you, I mean, I mean, it's all viewed differently. But say. Uh, um, you know, Rafa and Roger, who uh, Roger in particular, he's just finished up. You know, he's played yeah. for all those things and and won so many titles. Do you, I wonder often? Have they got anything else to do in their life? Yeah. They've got all the money. They've achieved all these goals. How do they keep doing it time and time again? Do you wonder about that, Ash? After now that you've three time Grand Slam winner. Yeah, I, I do, but I think each each career is almost incomparable. I yep. think um, you know, you, you look at someone like a Roger and Rafa and even Serena in that sense. Yeah. They just love the game. They yep. just love it. They just can't get enough of it. Mm. It just so happens that they're pretty damn good at it. Um, but I, I think they just, they love that. And for me, I love tennis, but I also love other things. I, I love yep. other hobbies and, and, and doing things with my family. And I have other interests and other goals in my life. And maybe they don't, which is completely fine. That's, yep. that's what they want to do. Um, but, but I think it's all about that. But when you talk about that climb and kind of pushing the, pushing the rock up the hill, it's, it's hard, but it is the best bloody climb you'll ever do. And and I really loved every second of it, and now it's just time for me to find a find a different mountain to climb. Uh, so it's, it's still having those same ambitions and dreams and passions and goals. Um, and I think it's just finding what else and, and what other mountains there are. Um, of course, rumour going around right now that you're going to be a professional trampolinist. Would you like to comment? <laughs> did, did you start that one? Did you? <laughs> if you don't answer, we know the answer. She's going to double bounce herself into victory. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say nothing. Let's keep the speculation. Uh, okay. Well, we really appreciate appreciate your time, Ash. I know that everyone's wanting a piece of you, and it's so funny. You retired. Uh, you go, oh, retirement. That means laying on the beach. But I know you're super busy. We see you everywhere, writing books, writing children books. This one's called My Dreamtime Ash Barty. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. Great. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good Sean Sport is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au